rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right. All right. Everybody, nice to see you. Nice to see you. Let me know how the mic is going. Another day, another another microphone problem. I need to move that. You know, I need to move the TV over. And so we can see the cats and the TV. Get rid of this crap in the middle. I'll fix that. All right. Uh, yeah, I don't have a lot of room here. Well, this whole thing is getting painted. Probably in the summer. All right. Listen, listen, listen. Guys, thanks for hanging out. Unapologetic liberal talk. On the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. Let me know how it's sounding out there in the beautiful land of the chat room at youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tarabuster. I'm having a lot of audio issues lately, and that sucks, you know. I've been the, I don't know, I'm having trouble. I'm just having trouble. Of, uh, I put the, the sound, uh, what do you call it, the other one, the, I'm afraid to touch it, the Scarlet Focusrite interface back, because the other one, I couldn't get to stop making a, uh, making echoes, so it's a tiny bit quiet, okay, okay, I hope, it, maybe that's better, yeah, I think I could do that, I, thank you guys, really, thank you for helping me get everything straight okay is that better uh, it looks like it went a little higher in my in the headphones all right thank you twisted nerves painting says it sounds great loud and clear okay guys good perfect 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 um how do we begin oh first of all i want to thank you all for hanging out as always thank you uh for all the supporters uh, and uh, the patrons at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Hopefully the, I'm, I'm not sure what's going on with the memberships. YouTube has to, has to, uh, I don't know, did they, did they approve them? I don't, I'm not sure. I also am making some, what do you call it? A, I'm have I'm making some uh, e emojis, custom emojis, and ah, whatever the show hopefully will improve. So whatever we do, what we can. Where was I? Where do we begin? Okay. Oh, first of all, just want to say thank you, Charlie, too, from APS Radio News for keeping well, keeping the show going and growing uh, with your incredibly generous support all the time. And also making this show a part of your roster over at APS Radio News. And I apologize for starting the show late. I was trying to get it started earlier. Um, last time the show started late was because the audio interface, um, what do you call it, uh, just crapped out right before I started. So, yeah. And, uh, and then tonight was more just trying to get everything the technical problems i don't i really don't like starting the show late myself i wish i could start it earlier and then it just seems like the time is that's what i'm saying it starts around 8 30 ish because you know it's jew it's like jew ish like george santos 
It just came to my mind because I was just actually, let's get into the show. And I want to thank you also, Charlie, for your support of the community cats. And yeah, there's a former community cat right there, Boudica, at the top of the tree. Thank goodness we got her out of there. Little, I'm not sure. Uh, Francis came from North Carolina. He was probably, go he was destined to be a community cat too, but he was rescued. All right, so, okay, listen, listen, listen. Where, where, where do we begin? Because tonight, what's really getting, well, it's not, it's not getting concerned. It is concerning. Everything sucks, as we know. The corporate media sucks. They're treating Trump like a normal candidate half the time in between some pundit saying that, of course, like calling him out for what he is. Uh, how old is Boudica now? She's not yet a year. So she was born in the summer. So she's still, she's a big girl though now. She's, she's all grown up. She tries, she, you know, she tries to get the keys to the car. She's like a teenager. All right. So, uh, if, the, if you, where do I even begin? Okay, the couple of things. Before, maybe I'll just start here because nobody's probably, not many people are talking about it, but Mobs for Liberty came to New York, and they're, they're here now. Uh, and they're giving a, uh, maybe it's over now, I don't know, but they're they're giving a speech at some town where is it so let me see they're at uh, they're outside of the oh yeah they went to the bohemian natural uh national hall on the upper east side mobs for liberty is holding a town hall and i i i could i wish i had known about it but you know there's nothing i could do actually now that i'm saying it because we would we're having a show it's not that I could attend, but I, I'm certainly there in spirit, because coming to Deep Blue New York, according to well, this is a local whatever. Is this Rag Freedom News? They're they're generally, I kind of I look in on this Freedom News dot uh, dot TV website. I stumbled upon it not too long ago, and I. I'm trying to decide. I'm not sure if it's a right-wing site or if it tries to be neutral. But sometimes they have they they seem to have local New York stories like this. But I mean with a name like Freedom News. Right? Of course, cuz that's all yeah, Republicans are all about the show, the name, the 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 the, the, the symbols of uh of America. Everything's freedom, America, you know. Wait, I have to press this button here. I'm getting confused. Oh, hold on. Because you could see that. Go live. That's yeah, That's Rockfin. See all the buttons I got to press? Besides pressing right-wing buttons. So, according to this, uh, protesters are outside of the Bohemian National... National Hall on the Upper East Side, where Mobs Mobs for Liberty is holding a town hall, and that's 
Andrew Giuliani right there. And, and according to this site, that he, he's being heckled, as he should be. That's the natural reaction of, uh, that any human should have when they see a fascist like this uh, Andrew Giuliani inflicting his manias on uh, on uh, on anywhere anywhere that they touch and that's one of the things i wanted to f- talk about tonight too because i was thinking about how to you know thinking about the theme and if uh, yeah and the title of the show but the fact is republicans just well we know this republicans destroy everything they touch from jesus to democracy they debase everything and everything that they're involved in. And the reason I was thinking about Jesus is because there's a lot of talk for, of the right-wingers. They, they're, they talk about how Trump is sent by God all the time. And it's getting more, it's getting more concerning. And uh, it comes right from the con man's mouth. We, with the, the, that video, for example, that they created straight from the Trump campaign, that God, you know, God made Trump. What? I mean, what? God, yeah, maybe God did, because he made, he made roaches and bed bugs too. He made all kinds of parasites, if that's what you believe. And I, it's really unfortunate, but not unexpected, how... Uh, the the Republicans, uh, well, these evangelicals, they, you know, they, um, yeah, like all Republicans, fixing the facts around the policy. They s- simply don't see Trump or any of the other right-wingers for what they are. They don't see the scam, even though their own book of, ancient book of fables told them to beware of the hypocrites and to... You know, beware of those who who claim to be from God, but really are out. You know, from the from uh, the the exact opposite. So here, let's see what's going on. This is a video here. Let's see. This is Andrew Giuliani. It's a lot of noise. Oh, my God. He's trying. Ladies and gentlemen, a lot of freedom. All right. Hold on. We'll be right back. We're back. We're back. We're talking about the mobs for mobs for liberty went to New York. But look, look at all the normal people out there. It's pretty impressive. This is New York City. What do you expect? We don't like when when fascists come to town. We kind of will show up in force. It's like what happened not too long ago when the uh, LGBTQ center down, I guess, I'm not sure if it moved, but it was it used to be on 14th Street, where uh, they were holding a drag story hour, you know, just to stick it in the eye of these scumbags. Because that, that's, even though this is New York and there are, this is a blue town, there are, there are uh, traitors here, too. People, there are uh, subnormal or abnormal people, 
you know, Republicans. There are fascists here, and but they're just more normal people. And why would that be? It's because the, I mean, I have, you know, we all, we, we know that this is a melting pot. We live in a very diverse city. So we know that the bullshit that the right-wingers sow all of their, their uh, fables are, uh, you know, we, we know, you know, because we know people who are, you know, we know a diverse uh, population. So you, you can't, and, uh, you know, we just kind of live and let live, too. Not that, uh, and, uh, not that it's perfect, but it's certainly, I'm really fortunate, I feel. Um, I don't know how others can handle living in uh, these Trump and surrounded by Trump and It must be very lonely and isolating because the other thing is about the Trump and is that they're violent. So there was, I remember a discussion on Tom Hartman show and people, um, because this is another thing that right wingers say, they're like, Oh, the, you don't see any, um, you know, build back better hats or whatnot that we don't walk around with Biden 2020 or Biden, you know, as Jesus, right? Well, first of all, because that's not what we do. Biden is the president. He's not the Messiah. He's not our Messiah. He's an elected representative. And we don't get our identity from him. So we don't have to wear hats and, and uh, so, but, but the other thing is that, People, because these right wingers are, they are incipient fascists. Some of them are outright fascists at this point. They're either undercover fascists, you know, keeping it on the DL, or they are, oh, uh, they're embracing it. But uh, people don't put stickers on their cars, or they don't work. We, you know, I believe, or walk around with. Uh, you know, Biden stuff or whatever, because they don't want to be attacked. They don't want to come out to their car and see it vandalized. That is the truth. They don't want to have to go, you know, go shopping somewhere and leave their car in a parking lot and come back with, uh, you know, it vandalized in some form. Because that's what Trump Anzies do. They're fanatics. This is a cult. They're not normal. They're not having a normal discourse they're not trying to have a functioning society, that's for sure. And we and and there's proof every single day of this. It's becoming more obvious, I hope, which is why I, you know, I constantly blast the corporate media before not reporting things that need to be in the in the public consciousness. Like the fact, well, first of all, the fact that, what, did anybody hear on the corporate media today, if you were watching it, that Joe Biden canceled student debt? And uh, I think, I'm not sure where, how much. Uh, Joe Biden cancels $5 billion in student debt for $74,000, I mean, for $74,000. Uh, dollars, seventy-four thousand borrowers. Why can't I talk? I mean, because the, the Republicans block 
progress every, at every turn. They have nothing. They have nothing to run on. That's why they they are focused on angertainment. They're focused on making content for their podcasts. That's it. They're focused on triggering the libs, owning the libs. But, but that the only reason is because they don't want to govern. That's why they're focused on owning the libs, because it's good content for their podcasts. Simply, that's it. They don't want to govern. They're not sincere partners, as evidenced, too, by the fact that they're that they are being this um, immigration bill that was negotiated with the Senate and it was agreed by, by, upon by this bipartisan group of senators and the maggots from the House were uh, Mike Johnson was in the meeting, too, but he's he's taken his cues. He's taking his orders from Trump. And the fact is, even though the deal that they're negotiating or that they had settled on is a right-wing bill, and even Lindsey Graham said it, like, it's not going to get any better than this. If you think, he said that, oh, if if you think Trump's going to be elected, and I hope he is or something, and then we'll get a better bill, I sure hope he is elected, said the, uh, you know, Miss Lindsay, but they're all endorsing Trump. That's the other thing. They're all, it's done. This, uh, this party is a death cult. It's over. So they are a lost cause. Like the, like all the Republican, like all the, not the Republican, all the conservative lost causes. You notice that's the albatross around our national necks that right-wingers, they cling to their various lost causes. And uh, like the lost cause of the South, right? The South will rise again. And what does that mean? It it, it means racism, everybody in their place. It means authoritarianism. That's all they are. And that's why they're not sincere partners. They're not negotiating with uh, the the senates the the Republican senators who they're not taking a deal that they're not going to get any better because that's they they don't want to give a win to Joe Biden. Trump told them outright that I mean this is the strategy: create the angertainment, you know, drag Hunter Biden through the uh, their bullshit hearings so uh form this impeachment bullshit so trump can also say oh well biden's being impeached or two you know i got two impeachments he's being impeached too it's all you know i know you are but what am i with them too that's all it's about. That's why they, you know, they need their Johnny Bravos to sell their snake oil to the idiots. And, you know, I guess that's what the idiots settle for. I, you know, we constantly worry and wonder about, you know, how are these uh, morons doing? Let's check in with the Trump Z's. Right? Let's check in. We'll see. Well, how are they feeling now? Are they feeling economically insecure or remember that bullshit? Hold on. 
I mean, even Jamie Dimon, this is the other thing. Jamie Dimon says, I, I mean, the, the reason that we have to listen to these people, aren't you, aren't you sick of it? I know I am having to listen to the musings of billionaires. Uh, because simply because they they're billionaires or they they figured out some way to suck money out of the fucking market like what is that that doesn't make you a genius there are certainly other more valuable pursuits in society than sitting re- and looking at the stock market Right? I mean, this is, uh, I mean, this, this, everything is so fucked up. Hold on. <laughs> that's, the, that's the theme of the show. Sometimes you just gotta, just gotta drop the mic and just say, it's all fucked up. Let's see, Jamie Jamie, because he, he was out there saying that we need to be res- more respectful. Get the fuck out of here. Jamie Diamond. Oh, God. Oh, God. This makes me sick. Well, this is how Fox News frames it. Jamie Dimon says Trump wasn't wrong about critical issues and warns that Biden, the Biden campaign, um, you know, shouldn't denigrate the MAGA label. Dimon defended MAGA voters. Well, this is Fox News. That's how they frame it. Saying Democrats are making a mistake dismissing their concerns. What are their concerns? What are their concerns? Anybody? Their concerns are trans people having, uh, living an authentic life. That's their concerns. Their concerns are brown people. Their concerns are bullshit. Their concerns are Black Lives Matter, storm the Capitol. What else? Oh, the invasions at the border even though there's an immigration deal happening that they don't want to do anything about because they need the, the, uh, they need the video. They need to go, where are they going to go point? Where are the, where are the likes of Ted Cruz? Where's Ron DeSantis going to go, uh, and point at something for, for the cameras to pretend, you know, to, uh, stir up the faux rage. It's perfect that having immigration, an immigration issue, is a perfect foible for them. They're not going to let it go. Just like when, uh, when they had, they weren't going to let go of the gay bashing easy because they got a lot of bang for their buck. And then when people started not giving a crap about whether somebody was married to somebody or formed a legal marriage contract with somebody of the same peepee, they, uh, you know, they moved on to trans people. Then all suddenly that was the most pressing, pressing issue in the country. More bullshit. Like how saying that uh, children are getting uh, their genders changed, which is not true. It doesn't happen. That a, a, ch- a, a child will go to their parents, Mommy, I'm a girl. And they'll say, all righty, let's go. Let's go, uh get you a new uh, a new gen- set of genitals right I, I, they don't do that cuz you have to be fully grown for, for one thing so 
you know, the other thing. Yeah, they, they don't want to be educated about things like that anyway. But give me a break. He says, this is J- Jamie Dimon. It's making me sick here. Why? Uh, why? Why? Uh, he was uh, one of Obama's advisors, remember? This is the reason we're in this boat. Too much kissing ass on these billionaires. I mean, um, wait, hold on a second. I'm having a problem here. FDR had his brain trust, right, back in the day? It wasn't just, it wasn't rich people solely. It was intellectuals, scientists, philosophers, uh, economists, people who were top uh, professors, intellectuals, you know, top, uh, the elites, I suppose. Somebody, you know, people who were smart. They weren't necessarily rich. But now there's such a uh, veneration of these billionaires when they're disgusting people. There is no reason that anybody should be a billionaire, for one thing. And the fact is that billionaires, just like Trump, is a symptom. Billionaires are a symptom of a sick system. There's no reason one person needs a billion dollars. And we know, we will know that society is healing or on the right track or going in the right direction. I'm sure it won't be in our lifetimes, but when people generally accept that being a billionaire, that a billionaire, you should be ashamed of yourself, right? That's a shame. Shame on society for letting that happen. Shame on the politicians for making the laws, for laying the groundwork, for putting out that the the rules of the game that make billionaires possible. There's absolutely no reason. It is a it's a cancer. In fact, it's like if a body had what if a body um, if there's one cell in the body that suddenly starts sucking up all the all the nutrients, all the life force, that's called cancer. And starving the rest of the body, you're dead. You know, you, it's over. So, I mean, um, so who was saying? Somebody was, I can't remember. Somebody was saying about, I was talking to somebody, and they were saying about um, how, about something about Bernie Sanders. Well, yeah, and then, then I understand how you're going to pay for it. As if... There's no um, billionaires, right? How are you going to pay for it? How are you going to pay for universal health care? How are you going to pay for expanded Social Security? How are you going to pay for dental benefits in Medicaid and Medicare? How are you going to pay for a civilization that works for more than just the 1%? You tax people. You tax the billionaires. So, like, uh, at, you know, we could start at the pre-Reagan level. The, the Eisenhower level was the 90% top marginal tax rate. And then Reagan started taking it down. 
that Reagan took it down below 50%. This is where we get the problems. And then it kept getting lower and lower. And now we have this income disparity and upward immobility that is the worst in the entire Western democ democratic world. And if it were, if not, uh, if Trump and the Republicans have their way, it will be worse. So the, the, that's what they're up to. It's out in the open now. I guess we can be grateful for that because the, the, this was always inevitable, what we're dealing with now. The fascism, authoritarianism, the, the end of democracy is always, was always, we were always heading in that direction. And now it's just going, instead of going uh, into that direction at 30 miles an hour, going there at 90 miles an hour. And if we're not careful, you know, we, uh, you know, it's done. The, the grand experiment is over. If the, the Republicans remain in any, in any uh, positions of authority, if, if Trump becomes the president, despite receiving fewer votes, it's over. So that can't be happening. That, that, that can't be allowed to happen. And the fact is, you know, there's more of us. More people want to live in a democracy. More, there are more normal people, no matter what. More, and even the right-wingers want the civilization that liberals make possible. You know, they want the Medicare. They want the Social Security. Their, their complaints are, it's not enough. If you ever talk to these maggots, if you ever talk to just, a, you know, somebody who thinks they're an average conservative, even though there's no average conservatives anymore, because if you are in the, the Republican Party at this point, you're not an average conservative. You're in a cult. You're in a, you're in a, fa a fascist death cult so but even they that's the complaint about the about medicare and social security they don't want it cut they're when i talk to these people and i have like just by in my life and whatnot their complaints are it's not good enough it's not good enough right it's not good enough well that's because of republicans and that none of them say it needs to be cut unless, you know, they're a stupid libertarian. And even them, they're, they're, uh, when I, if I talk to a libertarian, I know I'm, I'm truly talking to, uh, somebody incapable of functioning in a democracy because of maturity. You know, it, like libertarianism is a, um, it's, it reminds me of, you know, it's like Ayn Rand. It's it's um, it, the those who are attracted to it are they're immature, they're emotionally immature, and it it's usually fifteen year old boys, and they yeah if they're normal they grow out of it, but if they're not normal they turn into Paul Ryan, and uh, yeah so. The Brain Trust was a small group of academics selected by FDR and his political advisors to help the Democratic candidate. The, the core of the first Roosevelt Brain Trust consisted of a group of Columbia law professors, 
including Adolf Burrell, Raymond Moley, and Rexford Tugwall. These individuals played a key role in shaping the policies of the first New Deal. The purpose of the Brain Trust was to educate Roosevelt on current economic issues, assist in the speech writing, and help the candidate formulate ideas on how to approach and resolve the Great Depression. And you notice there were no billionaires in there. There were no Wall Street banksters in there. And what, what got me crazy about, about um, Barack Obama, because Barack Obama was probably the best Republican president we've had in, uh, since Bill Clinton, I guess. I don't know. But what drove me crazy was that he, when he gathered his brain trust, so to speak, to come up with solutions to dealing with the second Republican Great, well, the Republican Great Depression at that time. He, not, he, not one uh, representative from labor was there. Not one representative from the working class. It was all these Wall Street banksters uh, that, and, you know, rich people, which is a disgrace. Joe, I mean, um, Barack Obama was a a, a a disappointment, to say the least. But, I mean, conversely, Joe Biden is, I get pleasantly surprised, frankly, by the things, I mean, the things he's doing. He understands. It's, um... This, this is not a time for trickle-down. Even though you can go back, and we have, through videos of him, through his long career in politics, talking about cutting Social Security, cutting Medicare. And that, was, that was what I was afraid of. But he certainly has adopted Bernie Sanders, many of Bernie Sanders' policies. And I'm I'm pretty happy about that. In fact, what the, I was just looking for this tweet because they had they. Let me see capital. He was talking about capitalism. He because they blocked the merger of. Wait, hold on, Joe Biden. Joe, I can't type and talk at the same time. Joe Biden tweet. I'm just trying to find this tweet. Yes, here it is. He tweeted because uh, they they blocked the merger of JetBlue Spirit and uh, JetBlue and Spirit Airlines. And, you know, we're living in the age of monopolies. That's why, for example, we pay uh, ex incredibly high prices for our like cable television, for example. They don't pay that in in uh, in Europe. They have actual competition. Here, you're you're limited. That's why the cable, the prices of cable, or um, you know, just cable in general, cable television, and internet is really expensive here. It's ridiculous. 
and overseas, it's, you know, like 35 I mean, for the top service, the prices are, uh, are shocking, shockingly low for an, an American. But I, I wonder when I see things like that, I, it gets me crazy because I think how stupid are we? This is the, a, another example of, of, uh, Americans paying for more and getting less and just being like, you know, learned, uh, learned to be helpless. They cry freedom. All these idiots cry about freedom. And when, you know, you got, you're, you're just a sucker. You're just a dupe being sucked from uh, being a host from which to suck profit. That's it. And discard. So capitalism, here's Joe Biden. And when I read this, I was like, wow, that's coming out of Joe Biden's mouth. Capitalism without competition isn't capitalism. It's exploitation. Yeah, that's amazing. Thank you. Thank you, President Biden. Today's ruling is a victory for consumers everywhere who want to who want lower prices and more choices. My administration will continue to fight to protect consumers and enforce our antitrust laws. Well, it's about damn time. Now go now do something about Amazon. Do something about I don't know who well who else is a there's a lot of monopolies here in America. It's the we're in the last stages of capitalism, the cancer stage. But yeah, so Joe Biden cancels five billion dollars in student debt. I I didn't hear a peep about it. All I heard was that Trump. You know, I mean, we 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 could turn on the. The corporate media now it's something it's going to be something about trump especially during the day when they're oh the iowa caucuses and now trump said this and trump said that and he's in the and in the court you know so in a new wave of student loan forgiveness the biden administration is canceling five billion in debt for seventy-four thousand borrowers who many of whom worked in the public sector for more than a decade Joe B President Biden said that 44,000 of Friday's approved borrowers were having their education debt wiped clean after 10 years of public service, and that those borrowers included teachers, nurses, and firefighters. Almost 30,000 borrowers have worked towards repayment for at least 20 years and never got the relief they earned through income-driven repayment plans, said, he said, Joe Biden said in a statement in uh, it's the largest round of loan forgiveness after the supreme court struck down the white house's student loan the illegitimate supreme court struck it down i see you guys on the on the chat talking about the cable let's see uh, let me look this up i'll ask the ai um let's see show me the difference difference in cost of cable and internet in the United States compared 
to Europe. Yep, yep, yep. The cost of cable and internet in the United States is generally higher than in Europe. According to a report by New America, the average monthly price for cable in North America is $60 as compared to $40 in Europe. $60 is very low. It's like $200. Yeah. Get ready. Let's see. Today, approximately 5.18 billion internet users. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Let me see. Forbes outlines a diverse internet service options. I'm just looking, trying to get to the, the bottom line. Let's see. They have a chart here. United States. Look at this. Well, it says $70. Very low. I wish my cable was $70. $15 in Egypt, $18 Tunisia, South Africa. There has to be more. But anyway, it is uh, night and day. But, it, you know, the United States, we, we don't get out much. That's the other thing. Even though we live in a small world and... All you got to do is go on the internet. When but when maggots go on the internet, they go they fall down cue holes. They don't go and research anything. They're not trying to get, you know, uh, worldly because that would be too woke. Hold on, we'll be right back. Yes, the. Internet and the and the internet speeds in Europe. That's right, one hundred and seventy-six dollars monthly monthly internet. Non-useful on the chat says, I pay over two hundred dollars a month for my internet and and cable. I have to get the highest internet because of the show, but it's absolutely ridiculous. And yeah, I have cable. I have HBO, <coughs> and or whatever they call it now, HBO Max. But, yeah, it's not cheap. I'm always trying to get the uh, renegotiating and whatnot, but you can renegotiate it, and then it gets low for a couple of, lower for a couple of months, and then it goes right back up. So it's a losing game here. But, Yes, so the illegitimate Supreme Court and the Republicans, you know, they're blocking any relief the American people need. It's enough. And that's why billionaires, I'm sure you've heard, there are a lot of rich people uh, right now asking for their taxes to be raised because they, they're, you know, they're, frankly... I think that they see the writing on the wall. I mean, there is a resurgence in um, liberal, or I should say, uh, union membership, and it's only it only gets worse when you're at the top. I mean, eventually the pitchforks and torches do come out. So, if history shows us anything, but and they're trying to stave that off 
why do we even have to get to that place to begin with? Why do we have to get to that stage? Why? Well, why? I'm answering my own question. Because we have right-wingers in Congress in our halls of power who don't give a crap about governing. They are there to make the rich richer. And they have no they have no honor, they have no dignity. And until we get money out of politics, it's going to be that way. But in the meantime, there are things we can do. We have to get normal people elected. We can't we cannot have a Republican majority because and a Republican president. They're not fit. But uh, Jamie Dimon is giving us lectures. That's, I don't know, I went all over the world there. But Democrats, he says, should grow up and listen to Trump supporters. We have been listening to them. I've, I swear to God, my ears are bleeding from listening to them. It's like a rake on a chalkboard. How much more? We, that's all we do is listen to them. What do they have to say? What do they have to offer? They're ridiculous. How about they listen to us for a while? We're always getting them shoved down our throats. They're always feeling so picked upon, so put upon. Right? I mean, I go on my Twitter account now because of Elon Manchild Musk, and all I see are right-wingers. Until I start, I, I block these right wings. I get them coming up on my phone. I don't even follow them. And I, I, I don't follow Vivek Ramaswamy. And he was popping up on my phone. It's a fucking, it's like a, a it's an invasion. Why am I getting Vivek Ramaswamy on, as a notification, right? When... I never followed him. I don't follow him at all. I never went on his Twitter account. I never commented on his stupid Twitter account. But until it came up, I'm like, what the hell? Him, Laura Loomer started coming up on my phone. That's all. That's man-child Musk, man. That's him. You know, they're so worried about... Them being, uh, you know, everything's being shoved down their throats. Like what? Like health care, living wages, being shoved down their throats. And all we ask in a multiracial democratic republic is you be, be nice, be a little respectful, right? Call people what they want to be called. That's it. You know, you're a racist. Go be a racist with your pals, in your, in your basement, but don't come into our public spheres, on the in the public square, and get on your soapbox shouting the N word. We're gonna, we don't like that. It's not, it's not good for society. But they don't give a crap, you know. So they shove it down our throats. You know, it's like different rules for that for them, and and you know, except for you know, as opposed to what am I trying to say? You know different rules. Um, and for example, um, just right off the top of my head, if you saw today that Alec Baldwin was charged, uh, with manslaughter, he was indicted on manslaughter for the 
accidental shooting of that, um, I think she was a assistant camera per- operator, so I don't know, but the woman that uh, sadly, unfortunately, was shot and killed, and it's a tragedy. It's an absolute, it's an accident, it's a tragedy, So, but he was indicted on manslaughter and the and the right wingers were celebrating this yet they celebrate that this accident but they venerate the likes of Kyle Rittenhouse who drove who had his mommy drive him to a place he didn't live in with a gun he shouldn't have owned because he was a child he was 17 he wasn't out he wasn't of age drive him to this place where he had nothing, no business being, and he kills two people and uh, mutilates for life a third. And they, they support that. They cheer that. You see, it's different rules. If, as lo- it's okay if a Republican does it. But if they just take their, their, they lack fundamental maturity and they, uh, they take glee in anything, anything that harms a liberal in any form. And it's very, it's disgusting. So, all right, they are disgusting. What can I say? I, and speaking of, let's go there because I wanted to talk about how they're turning. And have they have turned? You know, they think Trump is is sent by God, and it's a, it's offensive. It only shows you just how weak and how full of shit. Yeah, half of these, I guess. Well, maybe more than half of these evangelicals. Are there any sincere right wing followers of Jesus? I doubt it. I haven't seen any. Maybe if you can show me. It's all about kicking down on gays and trans people, making money, you know, sticking it to the libs, sending women to back alleys, controlling the American people, telling people what they can read and whatnot. And in fact, here's Carrie Lake. I don't know if you saw this. This is how sick they are. Oh, uh, it's going to get worse. I have some videos to share. And I want to bring this country together. I know President Trump does as well. And I think you know him personally, right? He's a really good man. He's an incredible man. And I'm going to do whatever I can to get him elected because I think we're at a point, a, a tipping man. point in our country that we'll never be able to turn back from. And President Trump, Trump or President Reagan said it, we're about to go into a thousand years of darkness if we don't get this right. And it's, it's going to be reliant on the media being fair, honest journalists. So if we don't, if, if Trump isn't elected, according to Carrie Lake, we're going into a thousand years of darkness. How sick is that? And Trump is a good man? He's not a good man. He's a, he's a con man. That's not a good man. He's a, a greedy, grubby grifter. He's a greed-centered ghoul who, how good, how good is that? That's not good. I mean, well, that's why whenever he's, they said he was going to make America great, 
He can't even make America good. He's not even good. And I'm not sure if you saw that the is the corporate one of these uh, White House or whatever congressional uh, mainstream press people asked Mike Johnson if uh, if Joe Biden was sent by God or ordained by God or whatever because I'm, even these questions but I know why he asks because that's what they say oh whenever there's a right winger in office especially Trump it's because of God it's God's will but a Democrat I guess uh, oh, I guess it's Biden, I mean, and Obama. Obama wasn't God's will, right? That was, that was the devil being tricking us, right? Or uh, it's only when Republicans are elected, it's God's will. Hold on. We'll get, I have some videos to show you with Steve Bannon. He's upset. So Steve Bannon heard that Mike Johnson, because Mike Johnson said, I guess when in that instant, he he fell back. He couldn't think of a lie quick enough. He couldn't think of a, of how to obfuscate. Is that the right word? How to had a word salad. He should have. I mean, maybe called in Nikki Haley. She could have came in and word saladed that that to death and uh, never answered the question. But he said, yes, I do. You know, I'm a Christian. Uh, yeah, we know. We know. We know you're a Christian. It's, you keep telling us. Unfortunately, I, know, I don't see it. You're, you're constantly telling us. We shouldn't have to be told you're a Christian. It should be in your works, right? Know them by their fruits. But all I see is gay bashing and uh, trying to take food from kids, trying to take, uh, you know, health care from people. All I see is things that I don't think Jesus would have anything to do with, including abortion. Never said a thing about abortion. You know, abortion is as old as, uh, you know, men and women having babies or, or uh, women being pregnant. Abortion goes back to people. Women have been having abortions forever since recorded history, before recorded history, since we crawled out of the ooze. So Jesus never said anything about abortion, which is why they're so full of it. And neither did the Christians or the church, do you realize that, until women started getting too uppity. That's when abortion became an issue in the church, and they started. They became the church became anti-abortion because before that, they the the teaching of the of the whatever the Christians, uh, the Catholics, the uh, the all denominations, they discussed or they taught um, that life began at birth when it with the. The, when, um, you know, you took your breath and there is a, there's a passage in the Bible about that, something about how, you know, when you, I breathe life into you and that's what they would point to, to say, yes, life begins at birth, not at conception. They never, you know why? Because women, 
Yeah, uh, it was pregnancy was very dangerous. Women lost babies all the time. They they and uh, there was no prenatal care. Prenatal, I mean, it was very minimal, and it was you were you were really taking uh, your life in your hands when you got pregnant. It was the primary cause of death for women, and children uh, didn't make it. I mean, babies didn't make it. It was. Uh, many, many, um, you know, didn't get out of infancy, many, um, many babies. So, yeah. And, uh, that's when, when the, when women started having power or taking their power back, I should say, they, that's when the church's teaching on abortion changed. And it's so typical. And yeah, it's so, it's sort of like how the Republicans reverted uh, completely to authoritarianism when the when democracy started actually when we started um, fulfilling the or at least trying to fulfill the promises in our founding documents when we started to expand the franchise to um, others that. They couldn't handle. That's when you know their policies changed, and they outright went out, you know, went went full autocrat. So, Mike Johnson, he was asked, "Is Joe Biden sent from God, or whatever, or was he appointed by God in this effed up uh, so-called Christian nation?" This is not a Christian nation. They want it to be. They want it to be a Christian fascist nation, but that's not this thing, which it really pisses me off. Why not just go? Go to another. There are plenty of shitholes, shithole theocracies, Republicans. Go. Just go there. Just because you can't handle democracy... You can't handle multiracial liberal democracy. Doesn't mean you get to change this thing into uh, an, uh, an authoritarian hellscape. That's why we have the 14th Amendment. That's why, even though you want to put a dictator in office to destroy democracy once and for all, that means you don't really, you don't, you can't, you don't get to do that. You don't get to change the system you're not even the majority so but anyway here's here's steve bannon got wind of of mike johnson's statement and he was very he was triggered we have that clip from johnson saying about uh biden being the will of god yo bro get focused here johnson needs some help so this audience is prepared to give it to him. We have it. Let's kind of play this for a second. Okay, be prepared to have your heads blow up. Let's go ahead and hear it. Do you believe that Joe Biden's presidency is God's will? <laughs> is Joe Biden's presidency God's will? Oh, I know where you're going with this. Okay, so I, I said I said in my in my speech uh, before I took the gavel um, that look, I'm I'm a Bible believing Christian, right? Bible believing Christian believes what the Bible says, right? The Bible says that uh, God is the one that raises up people in authority. I believe God is sovereign. By the way, so did the founders. I quoted the Declaration of Independence that our rights don't come from government, they come from God, and we're made in, in, in His image. Everybody's made uh, 
the same. We all are, 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 are given equal uh, rights and value, and that's something that we defend. So if you believe all those things, uh, then you believe that um, God is the one that allows people to be raised in authority. Uh, it, it must have been God's will then. Uh, that's my belief, right? Uh, but uh, I think that... that um, Yo, that, uh, dude, he's an illegitimate president. Have you lost your freaking mind? This election was stolen. Don't don't oh start giving God, me. Don't go. Be the, don't be a theologian. I don't need a theologian. I need a speaker of the house. That's what the country needs. Joe Biden's not a legitimate president of the United States. You piece no of to the shit. speaker. You dirtbag. This is their one of their leaders. Another liar. This is why you know they keep reporting too on this corporate media how I think it's two thirds. Of the Republicans, the the Republican Party say that the the election was stolen and Joe Biden is an illegitimate president. That's why, because they don't stop. They're relentless, and they will never stop. That's why I'm sorry, Jamie Diamond. We they should be vilified. They shouldn't be coddled, and oh, we're, we, we're not paying enough attention to them. Yeah, we're paying attention to them like we, we pay attention to, uh, you know, syphilis, like Trump has on his hands. <laughs> we pay attention. We have to cure this disease in our body politic, and we don't, we don't cure it by changing it. They're never going to change. We cure it by sending it to into history's trash pile, like where he belongs. Like I mean, like the trash um, that you, Bannon, obviously crawled out of. He looks like a garbage person. He he does look like he slept in his clothes and crawled out of the trash. He's a horrible person. And a liar. And that's all they got. Lies. The election was stolen? No, it wasn't. Trump is illegitimate. Trump is as illegitimate as his billions are. As He's as illegitimate as the, the fortune, as his successful businessman facade is. He's as illegitimate as his entire presidency, where he used the presidency to profit in, in direct diff, I mean, in direct violation of the Constitution. I know Republicans, they're making excuses for that too, for the, um, for the, the money he took from the Chinese. I saw this video of uh, Uncle Byron Donalds making excuses for Trump taking money from the the Chinese because they he was saying, well, you know, Trump has a great hotel. Where else are the Chinese going to stay? Have you ever stayed there? It's a great hotel. It's a it's a it's a roach motel. It's a bed bug riddled roach motel, and the fact is. The Chinese, the Saudis, there's no history of them staying at Trump's Roach Motel's pre-presidency. It's not like they went there to Washington before Trump was the so-called president, despite receiving fewer votes, and bought out 
the multiple floors in the Trump, you know, whatever the hell that was, the Trump, that, uh, that hotel that he has in Washington. And Jamie Dimon, I mean, <laughs> Jamie Dimon, uh, and um, hold on, I'm getting a fucking error message on my Jamie Dimon. Jamie Raskin said, because he's a constitutional scholar, uh, went right back at him. He's like, there's no, excuse me, you know, he didn't call him uncle, but uh, excuse me, Uncle Byron, there's no hotel ex exception in the emoluments clause. It's a violation of his oath and the Constitution. Because when you take an oath to the Constitution, you take an oath to... To, to abide by the laws. But Trump is above the law, you see? Now, I wonder, because he keeps saying how he should have absolute immunity. He's not saying that he's innocent. He's saying that when the president does it, it's not illegal, like, it, like Nixon, like Nixon's excuse. It was as ridiculous then as it is now, and especially a con man. That he that the president won't be able to do all he wants to do, if he had any accountability. Well, why don't you abide by the laws? You don't get to do whatever you want to do. You fucking dirtbag. Does it ever end with these with these monsters these and their excuses? And this is it. This is why the Republicans, they are, they're a, it's over. That cult is over. They are irredeemable, all of them. If you were a normal Republican, a Republican, you would already be gone. You'd be out of that party already. Just like if the Democratic Party turned into a, a greed-centered, anti-democratic -demo death cult. We'd be gone. We wouldn't. I wouldn't be a registered Democrat. We'd be gone. But Republicans. I mean, this is. It's not. Um, there's no. There. There is no redeeming. There. There are no redeeming qualities to this death cult because, whether it be a little or a lot, they're all invested in the big lie. They're all invested in treason. Like uh, Elise Stefanik, this bug-eyed bitch, this googly-eyed bitch who wants to be the vice president, another unfit grifter, you know, trying to just get power for herself. That's all it's about. They love power. That's why we got to get money out of politics. We got to get it because we money in politics would be the 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 fix here. If we ever got money out of politics, which I hope I live to see, it would be that would be it. They the Republicans they would flee because they're not in it for altruism, obviously. They're not in it to solve all prob problems. They're in it to make content for their podcasts. And I, I can't forget this bitch, Elise Stefanik. First of all, her she's never apologized or even 
said anything, because they're all a bunch of cowards, too, about how she endorsed George Santos and stood by him, right? This other, because they're all grifters. You know, the whole thing is a grift. That's why it makes sense that eventually that they would end up as uh, having a, a, an absolute con man as a standard bearer because the whole thing is a con. From trickle down to tax cuts pay for themselves to we're a Christian nation. It's a, the whole thing is a con. They can't win legitimately. They have to screw this country. And knowing that they hate this country that much, that they continue to lie, and they know it's a lie. Lindsey Graham knows it's a lie. How dare they? How dare they endorse a con man who tried to overthrow this government and is in the midst of a coup? How dare they endorse and support and prop up this this bloated parasite who turned the 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 presidency into yet another grift who disgraced this country not just from sea to shining sea but all over the globe and openly said that we should cancel the constitution imagine any Democrat saying that, what they would say, all the faux rage, the angertainment that would follow a statement like that. If Barack Obama said, yeah, well, we might need to cancel the Constitution. And all I keep thinking, you know, this Elise Stefanik, this, this I cannot stand her. I remember seeing on her Twitter page. It's probably one of these other, one of these ones that was like, you know, shoved down my throat, so to speak. And she's, I'm trying to find it. Because she's standing, she's posted this to a twi- her, her Twitter page. A picture of her standing on the side of a road, I guess somewhere upstate New York in her district. Oh, here it is. See this? I found it. Piece of shit that she is. Oh, my God. I'm just uh, downloading it so I could put it in the... Hi, Boudica. She's awake. You see this? Ha, ha, ha. Just trying to make it a little smaller. This bitch, this traitorous bitch, Elise Stefanik, who hates America, who hates this country, and wants to be a, she wants to be the vice president to a con man. She wants to get in there and do whatever it takes to turn this country into an authoritarian death cult. Make she wants to put up camps. She wants to prop up the con man. She wants to get her piece of the grift. And there she is, spotted in Skok. Sk- I don't know how to pronounce that. So Harry County, New York. Hashtag New York Twenty One. She's standing for those who are listening audio only. She's standing on the side of the road with a. 
next to somebody put up a sign, some dumb fucker who hates America put up a sign, Foxtrot Juliet Brandon. I mean, bra- bravo. FJB. And, of course, you know what that stands for. Because this is what we're dealing with. Foxtrot Juliet Bravo. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, it means fuck Joe Biden. Ha, ha, ha. They they certainly love this country, right? And when I, I remember when I saw this. This was a while ago. I thought, what a, what a fucking horrible person she is. And if and look at that face. Can I make that any bigger here? Look at that fucking face. That cheesy, dead-eyed smile. Oh, shit. It went away. That cheesy effing grin. That sociopath grin. <laughs> the fucking stupid bitch. Dead eyes. Horrible person. What a horrible human being who hates this country. Now, why would you do that if you love this country? You wouldn't. She hates this country. You understand? She likes to denigrate and disgrace the country. She wants, she hates her fellow Americans. She wants to do, I mean, do nothing except make what? Sophomoric little taunts? Right? Not even sophomoric. To call it sophomoric is to give it a fucking promotion. It's like a, like a goddamn eight-year-old. Foxtrot Juliet, bravo. Fuck Joe Biden. Yeah, that, that's real productive. That's really adding to the conversation. Elise, you're real fit for office. We can tell. We can tell your policies. We see what a representative you are. Representing the people. Right? That's who she is. The, she hates this country. You would never see a Democrat doing anything like that. Right? They, they, they just don't. Because they have decency. They have dignity. They don't behave like babies because you're not. I mean, when you're an adult, you can get silly sometimes. Yeah, playing around with your friends or laughing. But you don't bring that to the office. You don't bring that to your fucking job. If you behave like this, and you know these lo- these assholes love their corporate America an- analogies. Oh, we're like a business. Behave like that in business, bitch. See where it gets you. That goes to show you how unfit they are, how full of shit they are. It's like a business when they want to make an excuse to leave people behind. That's all they're about. And even that, even that that sign, her pointing at that sign, fuck Joe Biden. She's leaving her constituents behind. Not everybody voted for that dumb bitch. I'm sure. I'm sure she's gerrymandered like... The rest of the horrible maggots, and I repeat myself when I say that, 
They're just in, they're horrible. They're unfit. They don't belong anywhere near the halls of power. They don't, they don't belong in, in decent company. These people need help. They should be getting the help they need, not inflicting it on this country. Like, like children. Nobody asks her, right? Like, what is this? Why are you doing this? And when, that, when she tweeted that, I didn't see anybody on corporate media saying, what is this shit? Everybody just ignores it. And then it, only, it gets worse. Like Trump's syphilis. And he has syphilis. Because he, uh, hey, I'm going to say it. I don't know. Obviously, you don't need uh, any sourcing. With my own eyes, I could see it. Right? Unlike uh, the election, which wasn't stolen. But this is who they are. Steve Bannon. Oh, the uh, saying Biden's an illegitimate president. Go, go, go back on that Chinese billionaire's yacht, bitch, and grift. Why don't you grift in international waters? What is he doing out? He should be in jail. He's in a, I mean, they're all horrible. You see, they hate this country. They have no respect for the country. You know, it's just the, the height of arrogance and the height of disdain for the country to not, to, to not show up when the Congress calls you to defy a subpoena. They, they have the, they got nerve, you know? Unbelievable, but not. And don't give me this bullshit, Jamie. Don- I'm just so sick of them. We have to be nice to them? No, you got to call them out. You have to give, I mean, when, they, maybe let them, let, I mean, I'm, I'm babbling because I can't even, I can't even think. Has there ever been a time when the uh, anyone, anyone in the corporate media, any billionaire, anybody who's got a freaking microphone like James, anybody like him in the punditry, from, uh, which I can't talk, can't say that word. If anyone ever said, the, well, we should... Uh, understand what's what the Democrats want. You know, we're making a mistake. Has there ever been a Republican that said, you know what, let's, we really need to figure out what the Democrats want and, and uh, you know, meet them halfway. And that's the thing I was saying earlier with, with Barack Obama. It really was the worst because... You know, um, in the trying to address the second great uh, Republican Great Depression in a hundred years, um, uh, Obama invited all the billionaires and and Wall Street banksters in. Not a single working person, but also he he asked the Republicans. What do you think? I uh, he's asking for Republican ideas, and what what fucking ideas do they have? They have no ideas. Their ideas are cut taxes. That's what happened. 
So in the rescue plan that was eventually passed, because he's like, oh, let's all get together and let's ask the the group of people that caused, whose policies caused this next, this near Republican Great Depression in uh, in a hundred years, to the second Republican Great Depression in a hundred years. Let's ask them what policies they want to put in this rescue plan. And, and you never saw FDR, right, with the New Deal. He didn't ask the Republicans to give some idea. What ideas you want? You know, give me more. Let's put some of the policies in this New Deal bill that, um, that let's put the policies that crashed the economy to begin with. We need some, some more of them in there. Because I'm just got to ask, I'm reaching across the aisle. Well, the fact is, the truth is the truth. Some things just are inappropriate. Some things are harmful. And those are the ideas. That's That's the Republican idea. They have no ideas. It's nothing but tax cuts, deregulation, kick down on the poor, Fuck up the working class. Any go, Stand in the way of anything that makes working people's lives a little bit less uh, stressful. Stand in the way of anything that works, like the child tax credit, which lifted... How, I mean, the, the child poverty rate was reduced by two-thirds. And of course conservatives that can't have that you gotta kick you gotta kick them when they're down like their jesus told them and you 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 know some things they're just wrong if you want to have a country that works for all you gotta tax the rich you gotta make policies that work for everybody it has to belong to everybody, like health care, like education, like living wages. There has to be nobody left behind. God, I hope I live to see that world here. What time is it here? We're going to lose the Progressive Voices audience in a minute. So I won't start this next story, which we'll do after the break. And I want to tell the Progressive Voices audience to please, if you want to, I mean, there's more shows. So come on over to youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tara Buster and listen to the rest of the show and hang out in the greatest chat room in American history. And thank you, Jim, for your super chat. And I wish I should have thanked you earlier. And thank you, non-useful, for your super chat. By Liz Cheney voting, the Democratic ticket was once the grand old... Wait, wait, wait. By Oh, yes. By Liz Cheney voting, the Democratic ticket, the once was grand old party is over. That's right, non-useful, who is very useful. We're on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. 
Check out APS Radio News. Check out Patreon. Become a patron. Become a member. See you soon. (laughs) I love you. We stick together. We win. That has to be the way, guys. Otherwise, we're done. All right, so... Yeah, F you, Jamie Diamond. I'm so sick of him. Yeah, what did he say? When people say MAGA, they're actually looking at people voting for Trump. They're basically scapegoating them, he said, on Squawk Box. I don't like how Trump said things about Mexico, but he was wrong about some of these critical issues. I don't like what he said about Mexico from the fucking minute he entered this goddamn world of politics. The minute he came down the escalator? Oh, I don't like that. That should have, and we talk about this all the time, that should have been it for him if it wasn't, if this right-winger party wasn't a, you know, right-winger party. If this was an actual party that wants to have a functioning democracy, they would have, that would have been it. But they're a bunch of racists. That's, is this a racist party, Nikki? Nikki Haley? Oh, it's not. America's not a racist country. We're, we've got to be better. Word salad, word salad. President Biden has repeatedly criticized extreme MAGA Republicans and tied the border, the broader policy. I can't talk. What the hell? Broader party to Trump as he ramps up his 2024 campaign. Trump remains the clear front runner, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Because the... Republican Party is a, an authoritarian fascist death cult. Looks like Donald Trump just won Iowa. This is Biden said. Looks like Donald Trump just won Iowa. He's a clear front runner. But here's the thing. This election was always going to be you and me versus extreme MAGA Republicans. That's so true. It was true yesterday, and it'll be true tomorrow. And he's 100% correct. That's our our great president, which I when I go on Twitter sometimes and I write something about Biden, I always say, our great President Biden, <laughs> if I can fit it in, to just to stick it in their fucking eyes, you know? Our great President Biden. And he's, he's being, I mean, it could be better. It could be worse, but at least I know he's, you know, he, uh, what I think is he's old. That's no, that's no, um, secret, but he is, he, he wants to leave this world, um, being remembered more uh, like an FDR than what Reagan. He seems to understand the real issues that people face and that I mean I wish I wish I'm thinking of money and politics but all right well you know it does get worse because we were saying how they these right-wingers are uh, they worship Trump and it's really disgusting let me play you this ad that I found and it is one of these 
I mean, really get ready. If you're eating, I would advise you to stop for a minute. Um, and this is being passed around on maggot platforms. It's a, it's about Trump being sent by God. Christians and church-going people of faith value sacrifice above everything else. What none of these evangelical leaders understand is that, with or without their approval, their followers in these churches are witnessing Trump's sacrifice for America. You believe this? Sacrifice. The sacrifice is self-evident. What is they it? know is that a man with everything is, is standing to lose everything for their benefit. For their benefit. This is the, the um, theme with the maggots. Oh, he had everything. He lived um, in, a, in a gilded toilet. And also that had a gilded toilet. And he, he had everything. He had it all. And he gave it up to save us. Like Jesus, you see. That's what they say. Uh, that's the grift. He's, he wasn't that rich. He was a grifter. And he didn't give it up to, what, to help people? What, well, let's see. What, how has he helped people? How? Wait, it's... It's, uh, no, it's not it. It's coming. There's more. It's not for fame. He's already the most famous person on the planet. It's not for money. Fucking he's already no dignity than he's people. ever been. He is sacrificing. He's richer now. And for the he's richer now than he's ever been because he's a fucking grifter who who used the office of the presidency like his own piggy bank. He used the federal treasury like a piggy bank. He used, just like he used the Justice Department as his own goon squad. He's already richer than ever. He's already m the most famous person on earth. These people are so fucked up. He's giving it all up for you. Don't you know? He's already richer now than he's ever been. He is sacrificing for the good of America. Really? Good of what good? Can anybody point something out that he has done, that he ever did for the, the people of America? What did he do? The only thing he ever did was a tax break for 87% um, of which went to the t top 1%. What else did he do? Oh, he he hurt he needed to hurt the right people. That's it. He was as racist as they are. I mean, really, I, I really want to know. Does anybody know? What did he do? Oh, you have Trump derangement syndrome. No, I have eyes. No. I have a brain. I'm not getting, I don't need to get my identity from a con man. I'm not an idiot. We know what Trump is. He's a disco prowling grifter. That's all he's ever been. He's a convicted rapist. 
which, of course, the maggots say, oh, I don't believe E. Jean Carroll's lying because why? You know how, how well women do after they bring powerful men to court for sexual assault. You, they always they end up on top all the time, women. He raped E. Jean Carroll. He is a monster. He is a sociopath. He's a disgusting person. And what is he doing? Like, they show this picture of him and Kim Jong-un. Like, he's hanging out with tin pot dictators. Because that's what he wants to be, he thinks. That's great. He's even said it. And, of course, in his depositions, some clips of which are coming out, they're saying, they have clips of him saying, oh, this world, there would be a nuclear attack. We'd already had a nuclear attack, if not for me. Going to North Korea. He did nothing. He went to North Korea, gave them everything, and had took nothing for America. And America was denigrated and degraded by that visit. Just like we were degraded in Helsinki and degraded when he went to England and met with the queen, left the freaking 90-something-year-old woman standing there waiting for him, and then was such a fucking little bitch. He he walks in front of her. Forget the protocol of the royals. Have some respect for an elderly woman. You don't do that. You don't turn your back to somebody like that, that you're meeting, and then you just say, whatever, you're late, you're standing in the sun. 90-something-year-old lady. What was she, 95, 96? He's a filthy, 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 filthy man. And to call him a man, I can't, I mean, is another promotion. And he's not a man. He's a, he's a shell. He's a parasite. He's a nothing, he's like a vessel for all the worst aspects of the human condition grasping, greedy, grifting, insatiable greed, never-ending, nothing horrible, horrible, tiny, little, little, has no maturity, no decency, no ability to even pretend to be better. Forget it. You know, like they say in the rooms, act as if. He couldn't, he couldn't act as if because he's incapable. He can't act as if he's a decent person. He doesn't know what that looks like. To him, a decent person is somebody who sucks his ass. Sucks his ass. That's why he's married, you know, three times. He can't have a, you know, it's all trophy wives. Women that he's with who marry him for their various own grifts, have, uh, yeah, they, they make the mistake of getting older. That's the problem. He can't be with, he can't have a woman who's older. It's not like, oh God, I hate him. I'm just thinking of every, I'm thinking what he said about Jimmy Carter and Rosalind Carter. 
I don't know if you um, saw that. Let me see if I can find He said something about, let me see, let me look this up. It was, he's such a fucking dirtbag. Oh, God. And he had to insult Jimmy Carter at, at the funeral, right? Because that's, he's just nothing, he's a class act. You know, FJB, let's go, Brandon. If anybody, if if I ever saw a Republican acting decent, I think I might faint. He said, my wife attended the funeral two months ago of Rosalind Carter, and it was beautiful. Jimmy Carter was there. I thought to myself, Jimmy Carter is happy now because he will go down as a brilliant president by comparison to Joe Biden. Ha, 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 ha. Really? See, they think, I mean, this is what you think. Jimmy Carter's happy now at his wife's funeral. Maybe you are because you have no ability to have any human connection. Because you are sick, you're a sociopath. You've been, you're a damaged person. But who would think like that? Who thinks like that? And he thinks that's funny. And guess what? The maggots laugh. And Jimmy Carter was not a bad president. But they, they attack him. At, it's so, just like they. When uh, just like when FDR died, unfortunately too soon, they were searching. They immediately—I mean, even before he he died, the Republicans want they needed a uh, uh, their FDR, and they were trying to find one, and they tried to make Reagan that one. So it's all the Reagan legacy project, naming things after Reagan, making like Reagan was this great president when he was a traitor. He was a fucking traitor too. He got into office because of treason. Another Republican negotiating with America's enemies behind the backs of the sitting president to... I mean, hold the hostages. That's what he said to the Iranians. Hold the hostages because it's better for his election to make Joe, I mean, to make Jimmy Carter look like shit. So keep the fellow Americans in captivity like pawns and I will get elected and I'll give you arms. That's all they do. They're just disgusting, soaked, blood-soaked, greed-centered ghouls who hate democracy, who hate America, and, and the crimes, you know, having uh, extra judicial, what do they call it, just uh, outside of 
even um, you know, the approval of Congress or anything, having wars, funding wars under the table. That's the whole uh, Ollie North. These traitors, you know, they don't abide by the Constitution. They wipe their ass with it. He wanted to because there was too much democracy breaking out. That's what was going on. They were funding the, uh, you know, the pro-corporate, the the fascist uh, arm, the con- the Contras, right? If I remember correctly. All right, well, let's continue with this. This disgusting piece of propaganda that will go down as a, a piece of propaganda that Americans will, in the future, will uh, shudder at, that's for sure. Humans know what sacrifice looks like. Humans know when someone is being persecuted. Yes, it's all dead. witness a man being... Yes, if only you could not, you, you would stop raping and tax cheating and the keeping classified documents in your shitter and trying to overthrow the, the, the uh, you know, the elite, the electronic, why can't I talk? Trying to, I'm having a lot of trouble talking tonight. Trying to overthrow democracy. Yes. But it's all demons. And this is the other thing that pisses me off. Okay, about the corporate media. I know it's like, it, it is my, my uh, foil, you know. Um, but I truly believe, and, and it's, it is proven that the corporate media is the problem on top. I mean, it, because it, without the corporate media, there'd be no Trump. There would be no, um, there'd be no, I mean, we would have a more democratic nation. We'd have more of a shot. And the corporate media sets the agenda. It sets the, um, you know, the talking points, basically. It says what is uh, the important issues or what are the important issues to focus on. And if not for the corporate media, you know, we wouldn't have, I, I believe that Joe Biden, the poll ratings, it wouldn't be an issue. Oh, they just don't like the polls. He's, oh, they don't like them. And they, it's because they're not giving news, you know, tell people about the you know, student loan forgiveness and all uh, the, the fact that f- manufacturing is back. Go to some uh, factories opening, some chips factories opening. Talk about that. Talk about how the infrastructure bill is uh, being a- enacted all over the country, right? Go to some of the ribbon cuttings, how the infrastructure of the country is being revitalized. Like These are important stories for the American people to know. Uh, the, why we got to follow Nikki Haley around until she makes another stupid remark is beyond me. And... They say, oh, but it's not breaking through. Everybody thinks, you know, Republicans think the election was stolen. It's just not breaking through because you're not breaking it through. 
Oh, it's just not working. Why isn't the message? Why isn't Joe Biden's message getting out there? Because you're not fucking getting it out there. For God's sakes. And the fact that we have this corporate media, that's the problem. We wouldn't be in this boat if not for the Telecommunications Act. There's no doubt. We wouldn't have had Rush Limbaugh. We wouldn't have had Fox News. We wouldn't be so divided. And it goes, it gets on my nerves when all, you know, we hear all the time, we're so divided. We're so, we hear it on the corporate media. We're so divided. And as if it's mana from heaven. I don't know, it happened. One day I woke up, we were all so divided. Because the because of the Telecommunications Act. That, but they're not going to talk about that. They're not going to talk about how 50 years ago we had over 50 media companies that, that owned uh, the, you know, the platforms. And now we have five. Five transnational corporations and big money billionaires, you know, are uh, the masters of the universe like Rupert Murdoch and... Well, before Sheldon, well, not Sheldon Adelson. Um, maybe he owns something. If I'm, if I don't, re- uh, if I'm remembering, I'm not sure. He didn't. I'm not sure. He might have opened, uh, uh, owned a paper or something. But oh yeah, he was the casino guy. But they, there were, um, there were regulations against owning a newspaper, a radio station, a television station in the same market. So, but now we get nothing but you know, the, uh, these cross-pollination of, uh, of uh, billionaires owning everything. Same part, yeah, you know, Rupert Murdoch owning a radio station, owning a television station, owning a newspaper in the same market. He wouldn't be allowed to have the New York Post if he had Fox News, so to speak. Anywhere Fox News was. There wouldn't be a Rupert Murdoch rag. So this is a problem, a very big problem. But they, yeah, it just gets on my nerves. They, 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 they talk about how divided we are, but they keep dividing us. And it's not just the corporate media, of course. It's not just the Telecommunications Act. It's the divisions in the country, like we talk about on the show, how they... The fact is, they create the system, and people fall for it. They fall for the the resentment of kicking down. They kick down on people who have more um, of a social safety net. If you're poorer in this country, you will get health care. You got to be on the balls of your ass. If you have nothing in the country, you'll get funded. You'll be able to go to college on uh, the you know on the American taxpayer, and that's a problem. It should belong to everybody, because what happens is the middle class, those who are middle class, get resentful. They're paying for everybody else. That's what the, that this is the this is the game, and. The Republicans simply cultivate it. They keep it going. 
And the media doesn't say anything about it because they have interlocking boards of directors. So they're not going to go off on universal health care. They're not going to go off on the for-profit health care system. They're going to give us stories about how how beautiful it was when a couple of comedians got together and did a fundraiser so kids could get health care. Right? When someone is being persecuted, when human beings witness a man being persecuted for something greater than himself, they gravitate towards it. Humanity will always respond to it. Do you believe this? The only thing these demons could have done to not have this effect was to not persecute Trump. But they always make this mistake. Insane. Over and over and over again throughout history and in the Bible. (laughs) When you attempt to persecute those who are walking a righteous path. Unbelievable. Humanity will follow them and not you. It doesn't matter whether you love or hate Donald Trump. This will always be true. It was true thousands of years ago. Yes, because he's like Jesus. And it will be true for thousands of years into the future. There's your golden idol. But Billy Bean Team can be dangerous. Do you think your Bean Team can defeat me? Who is that? Who are these two? These two maggots there. A golden idol. I mean, they have everything in here. He's doing it for you. Oh, he he raped E. Jean Carroll for when us. Human beings. He stole those classified documents for us. He tried to overthrow the American system of government that was good enough for George Washington to respect the peaceful transfer of power, but not him, of course. And he, what was the other one? So it's I always get them. It's the rape, the classified document. Oh yeah, and the tax cheating. So he cheated on his taxes for us. His his apartment got bigger when he wanted a loan and smaller when he needed to pay taxes for us. And let's not forget, he's also the biggest loser taxpayer that uh, in uh, the years that we have his taxes, he paid, actually he lost more money than every other single American taxpayer in the country. Somebody had to be that one, and it was him. Because he's a fucking loser, and he, he cheats on his taxes. But even worse, I wanted to play this other video. Do we have time? Yes. Here's This is how, how concerning. You know, Nick Fuentes, speaking of, you know, the cult and the, how they hate America and that this is an authoritarian death cult, they're, they're, that purposefully trying to destroy democracy. Nick, Fuente, Let's not forget, Nick Fuentes had dinner with Trump. This is him on uh, a recent show. People are horrible. I am not a Republican. I am a Trump cultist. And I want everyone to know that. I am not a Republican. Do not lump me in with them. I am not a Republican. I do not support McCarthy. I do He's not a Nazi. support McConnell. I do not support Haley or DeSantis. I do not watch Fox News. I don't support any of that. I am a Donald Trump cultist. I am a soldier for Donald Trump. I am part of... He's I an serve at the personal pleasure of Donald Trump, my supreme leader. Can I am part this? of the paramilitary wing 
of the Trump movement. I am part of the Revolutionary Guard. I do not answer to the Pentagon. I do not answer to the civilian government. I answer, I am the Praetorian Guard of Donald Trump. If Donald Trump ordered me Incredible. to do an extrajudicial killing, I would perform it. I do not swear an oath to the Constitution. I swear an oath to Art of the Deal. Can you believe this? You know, you have, and that, you know, it's fine. You have your civilian military, you have your civilian National Guard and all that stuff. And they work for the Constitution. They work for the government. I don't. I work for Donald Trump personally. Now, I'm not, I don't, I'm not contracted. This is just like, you know, but I do, but I would work for I mean, this is, he should be ashamed. I'm part of the paramilitary wing. But it's sort of like whatever Trump told me to do, I would do it. He's got a lot of patrons. If Trump said like, hey, you know, if Trump called me up and said it's Magnus the White House, we need you. I would go there. I would, if he summoned me, I would arrive. If he sent me somewhere and said, look, we need to torture Hillary Clinton. Theoretically, I wouldn't obviously do that on my own volition. But if Donald Trump won the election... And Donald Trump called me on a secret burner phone, and he said, "Look, we have to capture and no, no, we can't go there. We actually can't go. We actually can't go there." If Donald Trump called me up and said, "Look, we need to capture my political enemies and torture them," you're okay with that, right? This is totally off the books. This is a black op. If he called me up and told me to do it, I would, I would be like, "Sir, yeah, yes, Mister." I wouldn't even say yes, Mister President. I would say it will be done. I would say it will be done, Supreme Leader. This is, this is supposed to be funny. I would funny? say something like that. I wouldn't even say. He's I wouldn't not even kidding. say yes, sir. I would say it will be. Done. He's doing the Nazi done, salute Supreme now. <laughs> You're a fucking sick person. Like, They're sick. I would say some serious, like Star Wars, like Roman Empire, like something totally not. <laughs> something totally. It's very. Something kind of disgraceful, and, uh, anachronistic. I would say something completely anachronistic. It's a disgrace. You know, in the military, they should all be in, in the military. They're like, sir, yes, sir. Uh, right away, Mr. President. This I would the be guy, like, we'll be done, Supreme Leader Trump. <laughs> and he's given a friggin' Nazi salute. And this is the guy. Remember, perjury trader Green went to his whatever. He held some kind of. Uh, uh, convention it was his convention he it was the nick fuentes whatever front group he has and nick fuente is it, the the thing that the corporate media sucks they suck okay they don't do the least well i mean they do some but they they certainly don't dig and do journalism but they discussed how Trump ate dinner with uh, Nick Fuentes, the Nazi, who is, well, no, they said he was an anti-Semite, which is true, but that's only one of his disgraceful, um, you know, characteristics. It's the fact that he is an anti-democratic authoritarian. He is a Nazi. It's not that he's simply an anti-Semite. He hates America. He hates democracy. He is working to get Trump into office, and that's the end of elections, and he said it. So these people 
pal around with domestic terrorists all the time. And it doesn't get the light of day. They don't shine a light on it. Oh, he's an anti-Semite. That is, that's, that's putting it mildly. That's not even the worst part of him. Which it pissed me off. It's like, you know, why? Why are you so lazy? Why don't you get that we're not playing around here? That this is truly the most important election of our lifetime. And Donald Trump is not a normal candidate. And the Republican Party is a lost cause because this is who they're, they're appealing to. You know, oh, I'm not a racist, but the racists think you're a racist, right? And the Nazis think you are, are, are all uh, for them. The Nazis love you. And uh, even the the so-called, you know, normal, moderate, whatever, you know, even when they're going to these caucuses and these idiots are caucusing with these Democrats, I mean, with these, uh, for the Republicans, this is, they're all in this cult. They behave as if it's, it's separate. You know, the, the idiots at the caucuses are different from Nick Fuentes. I'm sorry. They're all the same because they're supporting the same agenda. Nick Fuentes is simply open about it. He's simply saying it out loud on his podcast, which he doesn't have to say, please become a patron. And that gets on my nerves. You know? That's the problem, too. You know, we get this show, other shows, Robin Kincaid, Mike Malloy should be, you know, have larger platforms, of course, but, and the, and these guys get funded. They get funded by all of the billionaires that want to destroy democracy, too. So, the, the, I mean, we're not even telling the correct story half the time when we listen to the corporate media, we're not hearing the, the, all of the story. That's, it's not, you know, the Iowa caucuses, where they're, the fact that they're even voting for Donald Trump, he should have been rejected. And the fact that he's not rejected shows who they are. They're not different from Nick Fuentes. Nick Fuentes is simply saying it. They're all Nick Fuentes. I'm sorry. Oh, there's, I'm not anti I'm not racist. I'm not giving a Nazi salute. I'm not, he, they're all supporting the same policies. They're all supporting the same candidate who says he wants to destroy the Constitution and that he's going to be a dictator on day one. They're all supporting a guy who has been convicted of rape and they are putting him on a plat a platform to put it mildly. They're all in this delusion, like taking classified documents home is fine, and that and not giving them back and taking them on the plane to meet with the Saudis. That 
cheating on your taxes. That's fine. Ha, uh, uh, holding a coup. Inviting Republicans to a coup and them accepting. I mean, this is all just fine for them. They're all acting as if there's any... There's there's any redeeming qualities as if this is a normal choice it's not but we will win we will because we're on the right side of history we're on the right side of decency dignity democracy humanity we stick together we win thank you for your support guys thank you for your super chats jim non-useful who is very useful thank you for your patronage damn it i wasn't paying attention to the oh it doesn't matter that's fine thank you for your patronage at patreon.com slash tara devlin hopefully the the channel memberships will be opened soon and we'll have more emojis. I'll try to add more bells and whistles to the show. Make it more fun in the chat room. That'll be fun. I got to get some uh, widgets and shit on this show. Guys, I love you. I love you. I love you. We are on the right side of history. We know that. And thank you, Charlie, from APS Radio News for your support. Charlie's a great supporter of the show. He really is financially, spiritually, morally, practically. We are on the right side of history. We are on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. Thank you guys for hanging out tonight, as always. And I will see you, see you maybe Monday. I'll see some of you Monday on uh, Deadline DC. And then I'll see some of you during the week on the Tower Buster Weekday Show. All right? I'll see you soon. Stay safe.